The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Nazir has been dedicated by our good friend Jaime and Dina Dana. Hashem Yishmirem v'chayim. Fatzlacha for all their children that they should be mechunach alpi toratenu akedusha. They should grow up and they should be zochel the Torah or mitzvot or chupa or maasim tovim ubefrat for Ashkelema for Moshe ben Dina. אין נא רפאנה לו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל, וגם רפואה שלמה, פנינה, בת אסתר. אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף, ורפואתה כרבה לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן בזכות המסכת נזיר יגן בעדם אמן. has been dedicated by our good friends Mr. David Nisani Mr. Joe Zetuni and family and Dr. Mehdeb and family may they continue in all their endeavors Amen Today's is being studied by Yosef Ben Sarah Abraham Ben Esther Ben Rivka, Ruach Hashem Tanihim, Ben Yanaidin Amen. Fuach Yedama Moshe Ben Dinah, Vesra Ruhama, Batraha, Vesra Batraha, Enna Refanadim, Fatanif, Fataguf, Fuatam Karabal, Mohenni Rasuman Amal Amen. Beginning today's daf, Al-Namidhit Amud Bet, we are starting right in the middle of the Amud, starting with the words Amal Abaye, Akhal Harsan. A Nazir ate Harsan. Harsanim are the pits of the uh, of the uh, grape. Loke Shetayim. So he's going to get two sets of Malkuyot. One for eating Harsanim and one for a general Isud that the Torah says that he cannot eat anything. Mikol Asheri Aseh Gefenayayin. So there's two labs for each item. You're going to get one for the explicit and one for the general. Achal zag. Okay, also if you ate zag, that is to say the skins of the um, uh, grape. Lokeshetayim. Then you'll get two. One for the explicit uh, word zag in the pasuk. And one for the mikol asher... Yaase, anything that comes from the grapes. There's two sets of malkuyot that he gets on both situations. Achal harsan vezag lokeshanosh. Okay, he ate both of them. Harsan and zag. He gets two for those, one each, because it's explicitly in the Torah. Plus, he gets the general one from anything that's from the uh, from the grapes. <coughs> so that's Abaye's rule. That there's what's called a lav shebichlalut, which means you get a lav on even a the general item which is subject to malkuyot. Rava Amar eno loke ela achat. He says no. When a person, let's go back to the first case. You ate harsan, you get one set of malkut. You ate zag, you get one set of malkut. Why? Sheeno loke alav shebichlalut. Baba argues, this is not general love, you don't get a uh, Malkut on it. You only get Malkut on what Torah wrote explicitly. So this is a very important Mahloke between uh, Abaye and Rava. 
Okay. Comes the Gemara and says, Mativ Rabbapa. The Papa is a question. Rabbi El Hazar Omer, Nazir Shaya Shote Yayin Kolayom. Have a Nazir. He's drinking wine the entire day. Eno Hayav Ela Ahat. He's only Hayav one set of Malkuyot. Amrudo Altishte Altishte Vushote Hayav Akolahat Bahat. But if they keep on warning him, for every warning that they give him, don't drink. He drank. Okay? Don't drink. He drank again. So for every warning that they give him, and he keeps on drinking, so he gets malkut for each round. Continue the brighter. Achal anavim lachin. Let's say he ate moist grapes. Vibeshim in the dry grapes. Hartsanim vizagim. Right? The pits and the skins. Vesachat eshkol shil anavim. And then he squeezed the cluster of grapes. He drank the juice. Veshata loke hamish. He's going to get five. Let's count them. You got Anavim Lahim, Yevishim, Harsanim, Zagim, and the juice. So you're going to get five. According to Abaye, you should get six Malkuyot. One for the general. Why you tell me only uh, five? So that's the question that they have against Abaye. So the Gemara says, Tanavishir. So Abiyah can answer. Okay, so the, the, <coughs> the Mishnah is not when it said five, it left out another case as well. Tanavishir. It left out, actually left out that case. It didn't discuss the Mikola Shir Yase. It left that case out. So the Gemara says, My Shir, the High Shir. And we have a rule. <coughs> Once already the Baraita or the Mishnah leaves out a case, it's not going to leave out one case. If there's more than one case, then you can say this business of Tana Vishir. So whenever the Gemara tries to answer, all right, it left it out. It didn't give you all the cases. Okay, yeah, there's got to be another case also that it left out. Because if it was only one item that it left out that's going to say it. So the Gemara will always ask after a Tana Vishir, my Shir, what else did it leave out? Dehai Shir, that it left out this as well. Okay, that's the technique of a Tana Vishir. So Gibra says, Lo Yahandavaro. I'll tell you what else it left out. It left out Lo Yahandavaro. When a guy uh, transgresses his nizirut, doesn't he also transgress a nedir? Yeah, he broke the nedir. And therefore, he was obeyed the love of the Torah, Lo Yahandavaro. Right? Do not profane, pro- profane your name. So therefore, that's the sixth one. So it didn't say Lo Yahandavaro. So it didn't say Lo Yahandavaro. It didn't say also because I said Yahandavaro. It left out, they left out the two items. So comes the Gemara and says, "Imeshumai lav shiurau." No, no. If that's the item that you tell me it left out, that's not considered leaving out. Why? Kiketane midi delo ite beduchta achariti. It's only listing items that you don't have in other places. However, lo yachel devaro ite benedarim, which means lo yachel devaro is not specifically a nazir item. Is any nidid that a person goes against, breaks, he's over lo yachel. That's not considered a shiur. Our b'raita is only discussing cases that are specific, that have application to nizirut. So if we don't have, oh, I left out lo yachel devaro. No, no, no. There's a reason why I didn't say lo yachel devaro in the b'raita. That you're going to get six malkuyot because of lo yachel. Because lo yachel is a general item that applies to every situation. You have to find me another shiur that's in Nazir. 
So therefore, we're back to the question. Abaye, you say that you get a malkut for the item that's explicit and for the item that's the general. Because that's uh, But the bright has said five. So you're going to come along with Tami, Tana Vishir. I left it out. It's not that guy. There's, there's another case that the Brayta left out. Oh, my Shir, Dai Shir. What else did it leave out? Don't tell me, Lo Yahan the Baruch. Lo Yahan the Baruch, not a Shiyur. Because that's, a, that's a item that every, you, get, you get everywhere. You get by every name that is Lo Yahan the Baruch. Oh, so the Gemara comes along and says, Amar Lehm. Ravina, Mifarzeka, Le Ravasheh. The hashir de ben habenayim. It left out another case. You remember we learned earlier when the Torah said meharsanim vead zag. From the fact that it just didn't say harsan vezag, it said meharsanim from the harsan to the zag. We learned that it's coming to include the pulp, which means anything that's between the pit and the skin. What's that? That's the actual meat of the flesh of the grape itself. So it left that out here also. Because that's another item. You have uh, harsam, you have zag, anavim lahim, full uh, grapes, full dry and wet, uh, dry and uh, uh, moist. And you got the juice, and then you have the, uh, the pulp. So therefore, that, that, that's another item. So therefore, it was mishayir something. And that's something that's a nizirut item. So therefore, but you can say, just like it was mishayir the uh, the uh, the pulp of the grape, so to was mishayir as well the inyan of the lav chibiklun. So really, it comes out you're going to get according to Abayeh seven malkuyot, five that was listed, one that was mishayir the pulp, that's six, six malkuyot plus the lav chibiklalut, that's the general mikolas uh, sheriaseh. That'll bring you to seven. Good, so Abayeh can answer this brayta. Good. Only question is Rava. So comes again what says, Ela. Oh, so now there's an implicit question over here. Good. So according to you, Rava, how are you going to answer this? Because you hold that what? That you don't get uh, a lav shebechlalut. Right? So if you don't get a lav shebechlalut, so the Braita over here says what? Says five. But if I'm telling you that there was a shiur over here, that means it left out the pulp. That's six. And once you tell me there's a, you left out the pulp, that means I can tell you it left out also the deen of the Rav Shebechlalut. So therefore this bright Al-Khara is a question according to Rava. So the Gemara will answer according to Rava. Ela Amara Papa Lotanya Midi Hamish. Is really the bright that doesn't say Hamish. The bright that doesn't say a number. So therefore, don't even bring this for anybody. The Brighton just says, if a guy ate uh, the grapes, dry, moist, uh, zag, harsanim, juice, he's hayav. Period. Each one will learn accordingly. So if don't, don't bring this question. If you're going to start putting a number, then already you start limiting it, and you have to have questions. What are you hayav on? Don't count them. Don't answer this question on me. It doesn't say how much you hayav on. And therefore, but he also doesn't ask me a question. Doesn't say how much chayavah. So therefore, the brayta was uh, is left uh, is left open since it didn't commit the actual number. Good. So that the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Didn't say the number. hamesh which means the Gemara started off with a mativ rabbapa. Rabbi Papa used this Braita as a question. <laughs> how, how do we get introduced to this Braita? 
we started off with Abaye Shita. Abaye says you get the love of the explosive item plus the love Shemichlalut. Beautiful. Came to Papa and said, oh yeah, <coughs> how could you say that? I got a Braita. Hey, Papa, what was your question from this Braita? If it doesn't say the number of how many Malkiyot you're getting in the Braita, how did you pose this as a question to Abaye in the first place? Which means your whole question was based on what? That it says you only get five, and it should say you get six. But now that you tell me it didn't say the number, so what was the question in the first place? That uh, Rappapa was asking Tabayeh. So the Gemara says, Amar Rappapa. Rappapa's going to answer like this. I'll tell you outside so you can understand it, and we'll read the words inside. Rappapa's going to say like this. He knew it didn't say five. He was just testing Abaye. He wanted to know... Where did Abaye get this uh, rule that he's telling me that you get a malkut on the Labshah Bechalut? Was it a tradition that he had? If it's a tradition, you can't break the tradition. He got it from a tradition. Or is it a sevara? So he was uh, testing him. He's saying, hey Abaye, what are you talking? You're going against the Beferush Braita. He didn't tell him that that doesn't say five in the Braita. He made it as if it says five in the Braita. He said, hey, you got a Beferush Braita. He wanted to see Abaye's reaction. If Abaye was going to say, oh, there's a Braita like that, okay, then I guess I'm wrong. But if Abaye is going to say, so what? I got a tradition. Then he knows that it's not coming from Sivarat, it's coming from. So he was just testing him. He knew it didn't say five. Really, the Braita is not a question at all. He just wanted to, it's like somebody makes a statement, and you're not sure if the guy knows what he's talking about or not. So you tell him, wait a minute, there's Braita against you. So you see how the guy reacts. If he backs off, so oh, okay, Mahila. Or he says, so what? I, 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 I say it anyway. Oh, then you know already he's going with a Kabbalah. So therefore the Gemara says, Amar Papa, Ana Savre, I held, Lav Gamrahi Biyadeh. Which means I thought that what? That Abayid didn't have a tradition on this, and therefore, Vehadarbe. I thought he'd retract. When I tell him there's a Braita against him, I figured he's going to say, okay, I retract. I didn't realize that he actually had a tradition on this. And therefore, when I told him there's a Braita, Vehadarbe. He didn't retract. But anyway, it wasn't a question on him, because the whole thing was just uh, trying to see exactly the, uh, the strength of the argument of Abaye. So there was really no question on him. Kabzi Gibran continues, Rabbi Al-Azab Al-Azariyah, Omer. Okay, now we had a, Bikhude, we had a Mahloket, if you remember, in the Mishnah. Okay? We had a Mahloket on the words Hartsanim and Zag. Okay? Uh, the Mishnah said, if you remember, Eloin Hartsanim ve'Eloin Zagin. Hartsanim, we said, according to one shita, is the Kilipa, and the Zag is the Garain. That was the word of the Biyuda. However, according to the Biyuda, he said the opposite. He said that the uh, Zag is actually the Kilipa. Right? The Zag is the Kilipa, is the shell, and the Hartsanim is actually the pits. If you remember in the Mishnah, he gave you a remez to remember that. He says the, the bell that they put on the uh, uh, animal, they call it the zug. Right? And what's the zug of the bell? The, the zug of the bell is actually the, the outside of the bell. So just like the zug is the outside, so the zug is the outside of the grape itself. So we have a mahlouk, and that's what Hatsalim and Zag. So that's what comes along and says, Amar of Yosef, Keman mitargiminan. Oh, if you look at the targum, on the words, Hartsanim, Hadzag. Those words, how does the Targum explain it? Mefursanin ve'ad isurin. It, it, 
interprets harsanim as pursanim, that's pits, and isurin is the skin. Isur is like the part of the grape that's grinded, that's crushed. What do you crush when you crush the grape? The shell, the outside of it. Who's that going like? That the Targum explains, Hatsanin is Putsanin, and Zag is Asurin. Can it be Yoseh? Must be going like, Rabbi Yoseh, that explains it like that as well. Good. So then we have a Targum to support the Shita of the Yoseh. Now we go to the next Mishnah. Setam Nizirut Lamidyum. All the Mepharshim say, Rishonim, this is superfluous, this first part of the Mishnah, we know that already. Stam Nizirut Shemushim Yom. Just setting us up for the next uh, dinim that are going to come in the Mishnah. So we know, stop, a person accepts upon himself nizirut, automatically it's a 30-day situation. Setam nizirut lamidyum. or gilah. Let's say, in the middle of his nizirut, he cut his hair. O shigilhu the steam. Soter lamidyum. Breaks the 30 days. What does it mean breaks the 30 days? Let's give the case. The case we're talking about, let's say, on day 30. At the end of his nizirut, he cut his hair, which means before the before the time. So now breaks the entire thirty, and he's got to start to count the entire thirty all over again. However, it should be noted that at least the way the Tosafot understands and the Rosh, let's say he broke his nizirut with cutting his hair on day eight, so he would only have to count. 30 days from day 8 so therefore he only added 8 days extra to his nizirut which would have altogether a 38 the only time when we say soter shiloshim is when it was at the end and therefore you have to count another 30 but in the if it was in the middle you only have to count 30 from the day that the hair was cut I'm telling you that because the Rambam learns differently this sugya. the Rambam learns that if let's say the guy cut his hair on day 8 he's got to finish the 24 and then he's got to go count again, 30. So therefore it's going to come out, he's got, uh, you know, an extra, you know, uh, 24 days finished, extra 24 days, plus the, plus the 30. So therefore it's a, two ways of learning. We're learning like the Tosafot, that the only time the Mishnah said that you got to do 30, is talking about a case where it was actually the end. That's why you got to redo, redo the whole thing. But if you did it in the middle, you just count 30 days from the day itself that the hair was shaved. Now it says, Nazir Shigilaya. Now we're we discuss the way he cut his hair. Ben Bezug. Whether we cut his hair with a scissors. Ben Betar. Or used a razor. Or Sisifsaf. Called you Hayav. Sifsaf means even if he pulled out. Pulled out his hair. Even if he pulled out a culture, if he pulled out one hair. He's going to be already Hayab, which means that's already broke his Nizirut. So now we're looking at the end of the Mishnah, it doesn't matter how he took out his hair, and it doesn't matter how much hair he pulled out. So comes the Gemara and says a question. Ibayalehu. A seemingly interesting question, but that will have a major nafkamina in Nizirut. The Gemara's first question over here is going to be, from where does the hair grow? We all know hair grows. Does the hair grow from the bottom up, or does it grow from the top up? So the Gemara asks, This hair, does it grow from the, the follicle, from the root, from the bottom? Or, or does it grow from the top? 
So the Gemara says, the main of Kamina, well, it's not Kamina, who cares how it grows? It would be enough Kamina In our case You have a Nazir, he's in his process They ate whatever you want to say it was And the uh, green came along And they cut his hair Now let's get this terminology They left him enough hair That means it's enough hair where you can take the top of the hair, bend it over, and it can touch the follicle. It can touch the root. Okay, that's enough hair. Sometimes the hair is so short, you don't have room to even uh, hold on to it. So they left them enough hair where you can turn it, bend it over. Lachuf, rosho, le'ikaro. What's the difference? What's, what's that shoe significant in the zirut? But if you say that it grows from the bottom... Nizirut They cut his nizirut off Which means he has no original hair of his nizirut From the original nizirut Which means when he started his nizirut If you're telling me that it grows from the bottom So when they cut it So now they're cutting the hair that was there At the time that he made his Nizirut. And therefore it's going to be sorted as Nizirut. Because at the time that you bring your Korbanot, you have to have at least some of the hair, or the hair that was there at the time that you accepted upon yourself, the Nizirut. And you don't have it. But if you say that it grows from the top, the hair that he was Magdish is still there. I'll speak it out again. Let's go to the second side of this, Shaila. Guy accepted upon himself in the Zirut. Beautiful. He has hair when he accepted himself in the Zirut. Yeah? The hair was a certain length. Okay? Beautiful. We're telling you like this. When the guy at the end of the 30 days, let's say, is bringing his Nizirut, he's got to have one of two situations taking place. Either he's got to have his hair fully there, 30 days of hair, or at least he has to have the hair that was there at the time that he accepted the Nizirut. He's got to have a certain amount of that hair that was on his head at the time that he accepted the zirud. He's got to be there. Good. So now, if you tell me that what well, the hair grows from the top, okay? So what happened? Guim came in the middle of his zirud, whatever, whatever it was. Let's say uh, day uh, eight, whatever day you want to say it was, and they cut, but they left them kedelachuf. They left them a little amount. If you say it grew from the top, that little amount was the same hair. That was there at the time that he accepted upon himself Nizirut. He's still okay. Which is therefore he can call that at the time that he's going to bring his uh, Korbanot. He has the original hair that's there. Well, 30 days later, he has the hair that's uh, still there from the original time. Beautiful. But if you say that the hair grows from the bottom, so now what's happening? You don't have from the original hair because they cut that uh, item uh, as well, therefore, he doesn't have the original from the time of the Nizirut. So that's the nafkamina between our hair grows from the top or the bottom. Look at the Rosh. Look at the Rosh. Start with the words, Oh, Hai Binte. He has a different Gita We have uh, Mazya. But he has the word hai uh, binte. You see that uh, in the in the rosh? It's uh, like a halfway down in the rosh. Hai binta pirus sear miltahat rabbe, meaning 
מתחתיתו, דהיינו מקום חיבורו ממש, הוא עולה וגדל, או מלעיל, היינו מצד החיסון. וקרי למלעיל, לפי שהוא זקוף למעלה כשעשר קטן. Why are you calling it from the top? It's really no top. Doesn't the hair lie down? So he's talking, when the hair is short, it stands up. So when the hair is standing, there's a top and there's a bottom. That's why you're calling it from the top. It's like a stubble, where it's standing on the top. Now, the Shirubo continued the Rosh, and they left, the Goyim, when they cut his hair, they left in him, Kedel lachuf rosho li'ikaro bechol se'ar v'se'ar. Ve'haynu shi'ur hashuv b'se'ar, Kedamrina b'shma'atin, Shekak darko li'yod gadol betok za'in yamim. Which is normally, that's the growth of seven days. When you have enough hair that you're able to you know, bend it over from the top to the bottom, that's a considered a significant growth. We call that a growth of seven days. That takes seven days, let's say, to grow that, uh, that level. Now, continue the Rosh. I amart militahat rabbeh hared lo shiyer bo kedel lachuf rosho le'ikaro misa'ar shehaya bo b'sha'at kabbalat nizro v'sarich l'stor If they're going to say you grow from the bottom, it's considered a reset. You, you guys, the zirut is out. Because you cut already the hair, the significant amount that was around at the time that he accepted upon himself, the zirut. He can continue going. He doesn't have to recount. He doesn't have to reset the clock. You understand? We're learning a rule now. It's enough that he has shiur hashuv of hair. Again, what's the name of this dude? He's mekadeshing his hair. So, so long as that hair that he was mekadesh at the time of the nizirut is still around, not any hair. Shiur hashuv, enough to, you know, be lachuf roshor So let's speak it out again, just so you understand the question. If you're telling me the hair grows from the top, that means the bottom doesn't move. The bottom is, is staying. It just grows from the top. So that when they cut, they just cut top. The bottom stays. So that was there. So long as they left Shehud HaShuv, he continues to count. Meshachim, you say that what? It's growing from the bottom. So what happens? When it's growing from the bottom, that item that was there at the time of Yenizirut now is on top. So they cut it. So that's not there at the time of the Yenizirut uh, anymore. Then if you have to start the count over again, that's going to be the Nafkamina. Tarat Gemara is going to bring the Ayot. Comes the Gemara and says, First Ra'aya, Kashema, Meha Inba Haya. When they're going to bring a Ra'aya from nits, a person has a nit, it is like a lice, in his head. So now, by looking at the position of the nit, you're able to see where the hair grows. Why? You always see the nit is on the bottom, is by the root. Oh, so what does that mean? If you're telling me that the hair grows from the bottom, eventually the nit should be found on top of the hair. Ela must be, if you always see the nit on the bottom, must be it's growing from the top. The, assume, the assumption of here is that the nit doesn't move. 
Okay? So therefore, if it's always on the bottom, what does that mean? That means the hair must be growing from the top, and therefore it maintains its position. Gebara says, I'll tell you no. The hair can grow from the bottom. But it's alive, the it? And where does it get its sustenance from? From the follicle, from the from the root. Nahit ve'azil in ba. It keeps on moving down, which means even though it's growing from the bottom, right? So the nit keeps on moving up the uh, up the hair, but it always swims back down to the uh, to the root. So if you have no ayah that it grows from the top, I'd like to tell you it grows from the bottom, and the nit is moving because it's alive. There's no ayah from there. Tashimak, I bring another ayah. In ba meta. Oh, now nah, don't tell me moving. Now I'm telling you the nit is dead. Where do you find the dead nit? You always find it on the top. Now what is that telling me? The If you're telling me that the hair grows from the top, you should always find the dead nit on the bottom. From the fact that you're telling me that you find it on the top, what does that tell me? Very good. It must grow from the bottom. So if it's growing from the bottom, it's just keeping it's staying in its position, right? And just growing up, and it stays on top. So comes the Gemara and says, "No, hatam nami mishum delit behela." Since it has no strength, has no life, because it's dead. Shruge shiriga azil. It slides to the top. Which means, really, I'll tell you that the hair grows from the bottom. Oh, so if it's growing from the bottom, so the, and we're saying what this uh, this nit over here was always found when it's dead. It's found on the top. So the chaura that was an ayah. Sorry, that was an ayah that it must be growing from the top because you always see it on the top. I say no, really, it grows from the bottom. Oh, so what is it doing on the? Uh... We said it goes to the bottom. Right, so we say it slides down exactly. Which is the nit itself, since it has no grip anymore, it has no uh, life, so it always slides down to the top of the uh, of the uh, or slides up, slides up to the to the tip. To, to the top of the hair that we're going to call. Right, the hair's getting longer, so like it, it hangs down, so it goes to the top. So let's review that idea one more time. The Gemara had a question. Top or the bottom, the hair grows. The Gemara brings an idea from a inba meta. And where's the inba meta? The inba meta is on the top of the hair. Okay, we're talking about the stubble, so we have a top and a bottom. So it's on the top. Now, what does that prove if it's on the top? That means it must grow from the bottom. That means it starts on the bottom. It's growing, 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 and it remains on top. Because it was growing from the top. If you're saying it was growing from the top, it should just remain where it was on the bottom. As it moving. Elah must be, we're saying that it must grow from the bottom. I can really answer you, no. Really, I'll tell you it grows from the top. Also, if it's growing from the top, so what's it doing on top? It should, it should be on the bottom, where it was. Explanation is no. Since it has no life, it just slides down. Right? Can't fight the gravity. And it, it slides down the air. It gets to the, uh, gets to the top. That's so we have no raya. Comes the Gemara and says, Tashema, bring another raya. Mibblurit dekushin. From the braided hair of the kushin. Right, the kushin, they used to braid their hair. 
the batar de megadelina after they braid the hair rafia militahat the bottom of the braid becomes loose that's implying that the hair is growing from the bottom and therefore there's no hair and therefore it's, if it was growing from the top so then the top would become uh, uh, loose and the fact that it's becoming loose from the bottom it's much that the hair is growing from the Bottom. So comes the Gemara and says, "No, you have no raya for that." Hatam na me aidi de kamtahi mishichiva de rafia. Or some say mishichiva rafia. What happens is it's braided, right? So it's taut, it's tight, right? What happens when the guy goes to sleep? When he goes to, he's lying on it. So he sleeps on the braid, so it loosens the bottom. So you have no raya because the bottom gets loose. Then it's from the hair that's going from the bottom. The hair is going from the top. So why does the bottom get loose? Because when he's lying on it, he uh, undoes the uh, the braid from the bottom. There's no raya from the braids of the kushim either. I'll give another raya. Tashema misikreta de rafe amra miletahat. When you have sheep, so they dye the sheep red. Now when you put the dye on the sheep, what happens to the wool? The wool becomes like uh, tough. Or becomes like uh, uh, not loose. The 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 the, the, the one that the, the wool that has the dye on it becomes uh, taut, crusty, and things like that, right? But if you look at the bottom, the bottom of the hair where they dyed, you see it's soft. What does that mean? That must mean that new hair is growing from the bottom, and therefore you see from the fact that the bottom is rafia. That's the ayah that the hair grows from the bottom. Yes, against the body of the animal. So we're assuming as well that human hair and animal hair grows in the same in the same way. So comes the Gemara and says, let's read that again. Tashima misikreta from the red dye, derafe amra that the wool is soft, miletahat from the bottom. Vitanya, and we have a brighter. Two from the old men that dye their beards, right? Havran The bottom of the beard is white. That means what they dye their beards black. But if you look at the bottom, at the root, you see it's still white. What does that mean? That it's growing from the bottom. And therefore, it's white, because I have to re-dye that part again. So we have two ra'ayot. We have a ra'ayah from the animal, from the red. Now the truth is, they could have brought a ra'ayah without getting into the soft and the hard. They just could have bring a ra'ayah that when you dye the animal, the hair that comes out is not red. You see on the bottom, it's, uh, it's white, whatever the color of the animal was. But they could have brought another ra'ayah from the animal, the, the texture of the hair itself. So therefore, there's two ra'ayot, that the hair grows from the... So we said, and the guy now accepts a part of himself in the zirut. So a guy accepts a part of himself in the zirut. What's the deen? If let's say they left him, the guim cut him, and they left him uh, this inyan of ikaro, that the roshor could be lachuf, he's got to restart. Because he doesn't have any of his original hair that was there at the time of the... Because we're learning now. So long as you have somebody original, not some, you need a significant shi'ud of hair that was there at the time of the original nizirud, then you're okay. But once you tell me he goes to the bottom, he cut it off. It's not there. It means, which means that it was there. 
It kept on moving up and up and up and up and up. So now when the guy cut him, he cut that. That hair that was Kadosh. So that already is out there at the time of the Korbanot or the Nizirut. So therefore he's got to start again. Terat Gebarah says like this. Shma' minna top line. Mileta hatrabe. Shma' minna. Proof positive that the hair must grow from the bottom up. Now let's give us one question. We have a Braita. Nazir shigilhuhu the steam. You have a Nazir that the goyim cut him. Vishirubo kede lachufrosho leikaro and they left him, you know, a little amount enough that he could bend it over that the top should touch the bottom. Enosoter. Oh. We have a brighter that says it's not soter. How could that be? The isal kadatach miletachat rabbe listor. The way we're learning now, the way we understood the Gemara, this should be a case of where sota. He doesn't have the hair that was around at the time that he made his nazirut. How could you tell me now that you got new hair? Rule. The, the hair, you got to go with the rules that we know. The rule is you have to have at least the hair that was there at the time that the guy made the nazirut. If that hair was cut off, so that hair's not there anymore. Because it grew up and he cut it. What does it mean? There has to be a certain shi'ud of hair. Which means you have to have a significant hair, which is at least minimum seven days, is considered hashivut. So therefore, from the day started, even if he was bald, so what, seven days, they have no hair then at the time. So you have to wait till seven days of growth. That's considered the hair that was around at his time is nizirut. Before that, that's not considered hashub. So he has to have a minimum of seven days growth of hair that's considered significant. So now, what do they do? They cut it on, uh, whatever, day 15, whatever. But bottom line, that hair, that's considered already the minimum hair that he's got to have for the nizirut of the hair of Kedushah is gone. Good. I'm going to give you the answer now. Before we read it inside. I'm going to give you the answer. The answer is this is going according to Rabbi Eliezer. Let me explain to you Rabbi Eliezer's shita outside. Rabbi Eliezer says an interesting hadush. He says, you know what? This is talking about a case where the guy made it to day 30. He made it to day 30. So technically at day 30, all he's missing is what? Korbanot and, uh, you know, whatever the process. But he made it to the end. What happened? Before he brought his korbanot, before anything happened... Goyim came, they got him. Okay? They cut. He holds, when you get cut on day 30, you only have to wait seven days. It's not soter the entire nizirut. Hadush of Rabbi Eliezer. Now, where do you know this from? This hook. Where does he know that? Which is, why? The hair, bottom line, is not there. You didn't bring the korbanot yet. You didn't do the process. So he has a hekish. And he says like this, what would happen on day 30, everything's good, the guy got Tameh. How long does he have to wait till he brings his Korbanot? Seven days. So he says, just like if he got Tameh on day 30, it's seven days. Why seven days? Because he has to be Paraduma. He's got to get sprinkled. Because he cannot bring the Korban Betumah. 
so too if the hair was cut on day 30, it's 7 days. Not that we understand the connection between Tum'ah and Giluah, but he's making that sort of uh, analogy. And therefore the Gemara says, we read inside, the Gemara says, the Isal Kada Tachmila Tachat Rabelistor, Kegon Shigilhu Achar Melot. After the completion. Umane, who's the author? Bili Ezri, the Amar. Kol Achar Melot Zayin Soter. That after 30, you only have to wait 7. Now, in this case, before we continue, let's just speak out. In the, why do you have to wait seven? What's the, what's the, what's the, there was a reason. Besides the Hekesh that we said seven, seven. Because seven also is considered already a significant shi'ud of hair. Hair growth. That, that'll get you to the shi'ud of what? So in this case, where the Guim left them that amount, he won't have to wait anything. That's why the Braita said that in a case where the Guim cut his hair. Right? And they left him the shi'ur of Rosho, Keneget, Ikaro. He can bring his korbanot, miyat, enosoter. Meaning enosoter at all. He doesn't have to wait at, at, at even the seven. I'm giving you the logic of the seven. The seven is just to get him a little hair go. But if he has it already, so he's good. He doesn't have to start. That's what the Gabbara says. My tamad rabbi li aizir, yalif tiglahat tahara, mitiglahat tum'ah. He learns the deen of Tiglahat uh, Tara, which is this case over here, he was Tahor and they cut his hair. Mitiglahat Tum'ah, from the case of where the guy is Tameh. Ma Tiglahat Tum'ah Shiva'ah, just like if he was on day 30, right? The day that he was supposed to take his haircut, day 30. He got Tameh. How long does he wait? Seven days in order to purify himself with the Paraduma. After Tiglahat Tara Shiva'ah. Now, Vekim Lehul Rabbanan, and the rabbis have a tradition, called Zayin Yomim, Atyam Mazya, the hair will grow, Kedel Lachuf Roshol Ikaro. That it will grow, at least the shoot of Roshol could reach Ikaro. Why is he going to have to say this line? To explain why the Brayta didn't say you have to wait seven. Again, according to the B of the Aizid, didn't I just tell you that if the guy gets cut on day third, you got to wait seven? But the Brayta didn't say wait seven. What is the Brayta language? In a soter. You don't got to wait anything, you're fine. So I'm explaining to you. Because in this case, the Goim left him a, 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 a shi'ur. What, what shi'ur did I leave him? What's that shi'ur? Oh, so we have to know something. We have a tradition from our rabbis. That shi'ur is like seven-day growth. So if it's like he has the seven-day growth. And therefore he's okay. However, the rabbis argue. The rabbis come along and say, we don't hold this business. Day 30 is not different than day, uh, than any other day. As a matter of fact, they're going to come along and say that if a person got cut on day 30, like we went to the Mishnah, you got to go now start 30 days over again, which means they don't give this haluk uh, between if it happened earlier or later. You always got to start to count again. We don't give you this seven-day uh, dispensation. Look at the Tosafot. Let's read Tosafot inside. Vikim Lehud Rabbanan. Techol Zayin Ena Sa'arok Gidelim Ela Kedel Achuf Eno Suter Klum De Begidul Shestirat Zayin Eno Gidul Ki Im Kedel Achuf Im Ken Lo Ba'ina Zayin Le Tegdachto Shem Besa'ar Roshu Ela Kedel Achuf Im Galchu Ahar Melot Nameh If they let's say they cut him after the 30 days Veshirubo Kedel Achuf And they left him that Shirur Eno Suter Aval Vadai Tiglahat de Toch Melot Soter Kedel Kaman 
which is even Rabbi the Ayazid agrees, that if they cut him in, in, in the middle, they cut him on day 8, let's say, whatever it is, then you've got to wait 30 days. This, this Hadush of you got to wait 7 day growth, is only when they did it on day 30, because technically you're finished. You got the 30. You still bring your Kurbanot. So there he tells, okay, you go, wait another 7 days. Which is if they bolded him, he just got to wait another 7 days. But if this happened earlier, then already it's to make the law. He agrees you got to go uh, 30. He only is learning, just like on day 30, if you came Tame, you got to do 7 for the Tara process. So too, if the Eka was on day uh, 30. Okay? Aval. Keshigalhu ahar melot. Keban shaya lefanenu gidul se'ar biyom shiloshim. Here's the key. Since on day 30, when the Nisrutic league is over, he had his hair. He came with the hair that he originally had. Harawi the Teglad was Raoui. Even though the Chaurai, you can ask yourself, what's the connection between the seven days that you're waiting for Tum'ah or the seven days you're waiting for Ikas? Two different items. One is for Tara and one is for uh, air, air to grow. The rabbis wanted it. Obviously, the Torah wanted to keep it uh, uniform. That just like this is seven, this is seven, even though it's for different reasons. Well, again, when the guy becomes tummy on day uh, thirty, what, what are you waiting seven for? To become tahor. This is a different reason. I don't. Uh, yeah, the guy's tahor already. He's only waiting seven for the hair to grow. Different item, but okay. Obviously, the achim wanted to keep the dinim uh, the same. Aval rabbanan. Vadai kevan di imnit malahar melot soter la midyom. Oh, the rabbis hold even on day 30. If you remember, we learned early in the Masechet, guy comes to me on day 30, it breaks the whole Nizirut. He doesn't, uh, that was a Bidi Aizid sheet that said you get seven. But if you remember, the rabbis argued on a Bidi Aizid. They said if a guy makes it to the end of, it, of the road, day 30, beautiful, all he's missing is what? Bring your kubah. He got tamer, reset. So therefore, just like day 30 resets you on the tum'ah, day 30 is going to reset you also on the haircut. The rabbis also learned the same deen, 30-30. <laughs> Meaning it's, it's the same, uh, they, they work hand in hand. Which means, it's not after they left him a little hair. He's got to have a gidul of 30 days. So therefore, it's not going to be good according to the rabbi. So therefore, this braita, we conclude. Really, the hair grows somewhere at the bottom. Oh, hair grows from the bottom. So then the she'ila is, you got to have the original hair. When you got accepted upon himself as Nizir, he's got to have a significant hair growth, which is seven days. He's got to have that at least at the time when he's bringing his kurbanot. It grew from the bottom. The guim cut it. Eh? It's not there anymore. You're right. If they cut it in the middle of the Nizirut, start all over again. Because you don't have that original hair around. You know what we're talking about over here? It was there. It, you got to the end with it. And then what the, what the Goyim do? They cut it. Oh, well now we have Hadush of Rabili Aizir. So long as you still have a Shi'ud Hashuv, even though it's not the original hair. The original made it to the end. You just didn't bring in the Kurbanot. So long as you have significant growth, which is seven day growth, or it's there already and cut the whole thing off, you have it in actuality, you're okay. 
Bring the Quran immediately. The rabbi, so that Braita is going to the Bidiyah. the rabbis, okay, when they cut you. They cut him even on day 30, he's got to wait an entire 30 days. Amen. Amen. Amen.